It's Thursday. What's going on, Mike? It's the Mike and Miss Show, two-year anniversary show. That's right. What's up? Dude. Two effing years. Two effing effin years. No, I cannot believe it. I can't believe it. Two years ago. All right, two years ago, I was sitting in my garage with a mm-hmm. with a with an iPhone in my hand with a set of head uh, earbuds plugged into my phone, holding it in front of myself for a fucking hour and a half talking to Shoney Carter. What a loser. I know I suck. But then <laughs> two years later, here we are, dude. Fucking one hundred and sixty-one episodes in, two hundred and thirty guests into the show. I just can't even fucking believe it, man. Shout out to all the veterans out there. Happy Veterans Day tomorrow. Uh, shout out to uh, everybody that's been supporting us for the last two years. And I wore this shirt for a goddamn reason because a few years back, I got asked to be a guest on an MMA podcast called the Bove MMA Roundhouse. And Bob gave me an opportunity to co-host with him for probably 15, 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. I got the itch to be a podcaster i love combat sports when the pandemic hit the the roundhouse kind of fell away um and i went ahead and started this thing and here we are two years later dude i fucking love it it's uh pretty uh rad you know what i'm saying pretty you rad. brought me along this friggin' stunad and now here i am here we are the stunad of the year here we go we're gonna shout our sponsor out real quick and then we're gonna bring our first guest on for the evening um guerrilla warfare apparel everybody go over to guerrillawarfareapparel.com use the promo code mike and mish and buy some of their cool shit because they do have really comfortable clothes they have really cool looking clothes everything is violent orientated um you know they're all about, you know, kill and everything we love to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, punch so, and... Punch, and, kick, kill, yep. you do it. Rob, steal, cheat, all those things. I'm a really bad person. Look at <laughs> Just they have a, really they cool have a t-shirt. They do have a t-shirt that says fuck around and find out. And I really like that one. And I want to get that one. Ch- they should put a chart on it now. They should. Know? They should have a Anyways. guy holding a little laser pointer. <laughs> um, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they've got Ben Rothwell. I see Ben Rothwell rocking this now. They do. They have Ben Rothwell. Yeah. They got brutal Bostwick. They got freaking Lorenzo Hunt, Christine yep. Faria, Tony. I mean, they got a bunch of people. Man. They it's got pretty, a bunch of people. It's pretty awesome. So with that said, we got a great show for you guys tonight. We have AK 47 herself. The returning Audra Cummings, she is back in the squared circle for her second trip to the ring. She's going to be joining us in a second. And then after we're done with her, we're going to bring on the other half of the main event in Omaha, Nebraska, BKFC 33. This man will be taking on Joey Beltran, and that is Houston Alexander, the assassin himself, the hip-hop aficionado. We love that shit. All right, let's go ahead and bring our first guest of the evening on, Audra Cummings. Hey guys. Oh, hey, Hey what's going on? Not much. You see it right here. I just finished training a a little bit ago. My hair just dried. All the sweat just dried out of my hair. Ooh. Wow. You didn't even take a shower for the Mike and Miss show? Jeez. Oh, boy. I figured you wanted it like raw and like ready to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's how we like it. Yep. (laughs) People getting crazy. That's how we like it. We like it fucking crazy. Audra, it's been a minute, man. How you been? I've been really, really good. I've been waiting for this. 
all year long uh, and finally made it happen, finally got reconnected. And um, I guess, you know, Bear Knuckle didn't know how ready I was. And when I contacted, I was like, hey, what are we, what are we doing? And they're like, oh, we've been waiting on you. I was like, oh, I was waiting on you. And so here we are. <laughs> you guys were, you guys were waiting on each other. You know what? We talked to Johnny Bedford last night and he said the number one thing that he would gripe about is communication. Communication is key. And neither one of you two nods reached out to the other. So shame on you both. <laughs> tisk, yeah. tisk. Well, here we are. You know what? That's not going to happen again. Not going to happen again. I'm going to tell you right now, you came out there in your debut fight. How long ago was that? That was a while, January. right? January. 10, 11 months ago. Yeah. And I got to say, like, your opponent at the time was Crystal Pittman. And she is a very intimidating looking force of a human being um you were somebody that nobody knew about and everybody basically wrote you off for that fight and you proved everybody wrong by going five rounds with with the rugged beauty and basically won over everybody that was watching mm -hmm. um how did you feel after that i we i don't think we've talked to you since that no, I don't not think so. really um i felt amazing like i was excited like i was not upset you know, I lost by points or whatever. I was real stiff. I made a lot of, uh, I don't know if I made amateur, I wouldn't call it mistakes, but I had some amateur mannerisms, you know, it was my first time in the ring. Um, but man, it was exhilarating. Crystal was the greatest opponent. Um, she, she gave me a good fight. Um, I just, I was on cloud nine after that. And I couldn't wait to do it again. I just could not wait to do it again. And I was actually really sad when my black eyes healed up. I was like, oh no, they're gone. I got to get some more. <laughs> the memories, <laughs> the feelings, they're all gone. They're all gone. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, hey, shout out to some of the people in the, uh, in the comments right now. Big Ben says that was the night that he found out that Audra can take a punch for real. Um, I do remember, I'll agree with him. I do remember crystal Pittman humming that overhand right constantly at you and she was landing and they really weren't affecting you i mean you must have been in a lot of uh park fights between <clears throat> yeah park yeah. fights between yoga gangs right yep i don't know what it was um <laughs> and like in my personal opinion a, a bare knuckle doesn't hurt as bad as a gloved fist the glove to me hurts worse. Um, I took the same kind of beating and sparring, even preparing for that fight, really just trying to learn defense and stuff like that. I mean, you guys know how it goes. And the glove, I couldn't chew for like six weeks with the glove. But after Crystal and I got done, I was fine. I just had a bruise, but I could chew just fine. You, you think, think it's, it's because the glove boring? spreads out the the glove like spreads out on your face and it covers more of a, a more of a landscape. Yeah. That's so weird. And that's so weird for like, I, I wish any commission and anybody who is like against legalizing this sport and all these states would just pay attention to shows like this and hear fighters like you say things like that. Because everyone thinks bare knuckles the most brutal thing on the planet. And it is very bloody and there are a lot of cuts and whatnot. But you see such a quick turnaround for fighters in this sport. Like they'll get done with a fight. They'll heal up two weeks later, and then three weeks later, they'll get another fight announced. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And, um, you know, even when she got me here on my nose, like, I think, you know, I was like, well, that would, I feel like a glove might have broken it, but my nose was fine. You know, everything was fine. It was just superficial. 
the face bleeds easy. It bruises easy, yep. you know, um, and the knuckles make that happen more so than the glove. Like the glove, you don't really see what, what happened. You just feel it more. I mean, that's my experience. I don't know how everybody else feels, but I would much rather get hit with a bare knuckle if I have to get hit than I would a glove. I think people, uh, say that it hurts more when the knuckle hits just barely like just barely grazes because it's very like slicing you know the sharp knuckles and stuff uh but other than that i hear a lot of complaints about the actual fists themselves hurting being uh, sore like, after yeah so my fists were swollen and yeah. bled the very next day and they did hurt more than my face did <laughs> my yeah, face is fine i know it didn't yeah, look good i mean it looks worse but it's not as bad but yeah the fist the fist was sore Hey, can you sit back for a second? Where do we get these shirts? What what is that? Is that available There's somewhere? Because forum, and I can I can send it to you. I can post it. There's a dude. That's I got a, a real cool dude shirt. in California who made them for me, and he has a website. You go on and order. I love it. The AK forty seven. That is yeah. cool as hell. I like this that. This is the shirt I wore when I walked out last time. I'm wearing the same outfit with the same logo on it this time. Nice. Damn, nice Very outfit. cool. I love it. And um, so compared to your first to your first time and now this time, I would imagine you learned some things the first fight. You learned some things about your training from the first fight that you wanted to change up this time around. Have you made any drastic changes or just like slight changes here and there heading into this second fight? Yes, I've made uh, drastic changes, drastic changes. The first time um it was a good camp, um, but there wasn't, I don't know. I feel like something, something might've been missing. Or maybe it was just the experience was missing really honestly. And now when you get the experience, you get the feeling, you know what it's like. I was on cloud nine, no matter what. Um, but then I just knew what I wanted to work on. I knew what I needed. I actually learned my learning style better. So I knew what I personally needed from my coach. And so I've got, I'm working with, um, Coach Joshua Brown right now, JB out of the sweat box in Hattiesburg. He's a straight up boxer because the gym I was going where I, I still go and I still coach the kids classes there. That's an MMA gym. It's strong jujitsu gym, um, kickboxing gym. I went to just a straight up boxing guy. Nice. And his story is really cool. He learned fighting in the streets as a little kid because his uncles, I hope I'm allowed to say this, but his uncles had like back in the day, like a betting ring, you know, and they had all the kids in the neighborhood <laughs> coming together and fighting. That's how he learned to fight. Literally like just thrown into it in the neighborhood with his uncle's place and bets and became a scrapper. <laughs> and then he became a certified boxing coach and a personal trainer. And he's got his own boxing gym and he's made a career out of it. And um, he's more one-on-one. -on -one. He's more um, like really strict fight camp oriented. So you start with the cardio the endurance, the running. He follows me in his truck around the neighborhood playing like motivational stuff out the window, like follow me while I'm running down the street, makes me sprint. He wears me out, exhausts me. We do all the strength. And then he puts me in the ring at the end of every session. And it has, it has to me drastically improved so much just having that soul attention and then I work just specifically, my training partners now are just specific boxers. Has, has he or anybody in that gym ever like trained for a bare knuckle, like no. for a bare knuckle fight? 
not bare knuckle. No. So I've had to kind of let them in on the difference between technical boxing and what we can do in bare knuckle. And they're excited about it. They love to learn it. So, so you're teaching them a little bit about the dirty boxing inside game a little bit. And they're teaching you the sweet science is what you're saying. That's pretty awesome. In particular, if I get one thing wrong, push-ups every time. You know, we'll have to start over or he starts the clock over and you're already exhausted. I mean, this man is amazing at exhausting you, frustrating you, and then just getting you to where you're just like, oh, like at the end of it, just like screaming in the gym. Ah! He's like, all right, all right, let's go. So, you know, he, he pushes you. And like when you're on a, like we did a five minute round tonight, he wasn't even watching the clock. He's like, let's work, let's work, let's work. Let's old school. And if I drop my hand, like, coach, oh, it's been like eight minutes, you know, it's been like 10, we've done like a 10 minute round. He'll just bop me in the face. He'll bop me over and over and over until I just like come back in. I mean, it is, it's intense. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, we, we've been talking, like, you know, we talked to everybody and we, we, we've been talking to the last couple you know, last couple of guests were OGs in the game and, and they both like acknowledge the fact that the development of the sport has turned from an all out like pedal to the metal brawl right off the fucking line the way it was five years ago to now people are figuring out different nuances of the bare knuckle game and they're adding them into the defense and their footwork and, you know, avoiding getting hit. <laughs> Right. They, they yeah. you know, imagine that you imagine that in a bare knuckle fight, you don't want to get hit instead of taking five to give seven. Maybe you just don't take any. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> he talks to me about that all the time. Audra, I want you to come out the way you went. You know, the, I want you to come out looking the way you went in. Right. You know, we're going to fly home with that pretty face is what he always says. We're going to fly home with a pretty face. And That's so, great. It's good to hear. I love it. Um, Your, your opponent, Sarah Shell. Um, I didn't know much about her, but then I started like looking into her and reading a a little bit about her background and, uh, she's been around for a minute. She's, she had a lot of fights about 10 years ago and she fought some legit names in her amateur days in MMA, Tisha Torres and Emily Whitmire, the ones that jumped off the page at me They have both had several UFC fights. So the girl obviously is a decent level fighter. Uh, what do you know about Sarah? And, um, you know, what can you tell us? So the coolest thing to me is we're both mommies. Like she's a mom of three. Um, she went and got her. She's a doctor. She's a physician. She she's runs a, um, I think she, I don't know if she owns it or not, but I know she has hormone therapy for women. Um, she's a professional. She's a mom. She's, you know, and I, the, I can't find a whole lot on her. I, you know, I looked up pathology and of course I tried to do a little background research on her. Um, not because I'm going to take what I find and assume that's how she's going to be this fight, but just to, just to learn her a little bit. And really she kind of reminds me of myself, you know, the way she speaks, the way she interviews the, the, her philosophy on life, you know, being a mom comes first. She, you know, running her business, she does her training around her business and her kids. And she's not like a big shit talker. She's not like, oh, I'm going to bust this bitch. You know, she's not like that. She's just like, I'm in it for the challenge, the competition. You know, I take it seriously. I was just like, she sounds like me. It's like the battle of the mommies right here. <laughs> exact same height and everything. Like you guys are pretty much a mirror image of each other. when it comes to stats, 
Um, so you're telling us that she's wicked smart, is what you're saying. Yeah, she seems she seems um <laughs> legit, you know, she seems really good. I did look up her fight record, that, that seemed really impressive. Um she looks like she got some long arms. So I gotta work that slip slip. <laughs> and and like you only have one fight in the sport, but you do have the advantage as far as experience goes of being inside the squared circle. You know, the ring, you know, the ropes, you know, the, the pace of these five, two minute rounds, mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of the, like the debuters get shocked by the pace. That's like, you can't. Yeah. You, yeah. You I feel like I've noticed too, when I've watched other, even people coming from MMA into bare knuckle or, um even traditional boxing into bare knuckle a lot of times it doesn't translate you know you think oh this is going to be a good fight but like you like you're saying um those skills don't necessarily translate into the vibe of bare knuckle what we can do in bare knuckle how it feels and you know um so i i do think that i have that advantage i mean i i feel like it i'm i'm glad she has the experience it doesn't scare me or bother me at all um i want a, a worthy opponent i want to see what i'm made of i'm here for the challenge i'm here to be out of my comfort zone i'm i'm here to do some crazy shit before i die you know what i mean i'm here to show other women you can do whatever you want to do if you put your mind to it. it doesn't matter your age or how many kids you got at home or what your profession is i mean i'm not a doctor but i have my master's degree i used to work a corporate job i've done all the the same stuff, you know, um, I'm a suburb mom, you know, like you can do whatever you want. So fighting with guys in the park about yoga space, you know, <laughs> you know, and you know what, listen, I've seen desperate housewives. I, I, my wife made me sit through that shit back, back when that show was on <laughs> and, just... and you suburb wives could be the ruth most ruthless motherfuckers on this planet. I'm not yeah. even fucking around. <laughs> I watched that show and that seemed pretty true to life. Vicious. Well, so people that know me, they just know how like nice and I feel like they feel like I'm nice and giving and loving. I'm very inclusive. Um, I'm always happy outgoing. And they're like, how do you fight? You know, like you don't have beef with that person. And I'm like, you're right. It is kind of hard to get in there and be like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm so glad we're about to beat each other up. But, but it's just um, I'm digging for something deeper. I'm digging for something different. I'm trying to test other avenues of myself that I don't really ever test or get to test in the, in the regular world. And, um, so this is about like just getting real down and deep and dirty and just finding that dog and just like, who am I? Do I have that in me? Yes, I do. Obviously, or I wouldn't be here at all. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. let's just see what we can do with it. How, how weird was it to come back home after that last fight? And then go and drop your kids off at school and you're all busted up. Does everyone know that you're a bare knuckle fighter? Or did a lot of people find out when you showed up and you're a little busted up? Like, what the hell's Dude, going on here? Though I went in my stories about it after about a week or two. And, and my black eyes lasted a while. They took a long time to heal. And I had two of them. And when I like go to Walmart, go grocery shopping, I'm just doing, you know, like mom stuff or whatever. And I'm just walking around with my giant black eyes. Like, hey, how's it going? Everyone looked away. Like <laughs> it was assumed I was beaten up by a man, and yeah. not one person invited me to church or offered me shelter or asked me if I was. Oh okay. my god! <laughs> yeah, I believe that. <laughs> so, but now the community is learning more about it. Um, they do see me and know now um, more so than not. 
But I have to I have to give a shout out to this one dude. I was at the gas station. He saw me go in. He yeah. didn't say anything. He waited for me to come out. He goes, excuse me, ma'am. Can I ask you what happened to your eyes, please? And I told him. And I was like, you're the first person to ask. I'll gladly tell you. He no goes, oh, okay, I thought somebody was about to learn something today. I was about to handle something for you today. Uh, <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? You, you ever see uh, Louis C.K. stand up? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. Louis C.K. has a bit where he talks about going, taking his daughter to like the donut shop after she ran into something at her house and got a black eye. And then he's like, I'm standing in the donut line and like everybody in the donut shops turning and looking at us. He's like, and then I realize everybody in here thinks I fucking gave her this black eye. He's like, are you kidding me? He goes, do you see the size of this thing? If I did that, she'd be dead. <laughs> Look, so my I, I coach uh, a boot camp a couple of nights a week, and it's right by the police station. And um, I had one of my like training partners, one of my male training partners, come with me. And of course, the cops are all out there, you know, from time to time. And um, they saw me, and he was like, "I did not do that to her. I did not do that to her." Like every time I was with a dude out in public, they got the funny look, like they were the ones hitting on me, you know. Excuse me, uh, everybody, attention, please. Yeah, right. I am a bare knuckle fighter. Nah, man, we are excited to see you back in there for real. It's been 10, 11 months now since you've been in there. Hey, I can't I got my second one in in the same year. Like I was right hoping and playing. I was like, you know, I got to get one more in before the end of the year. And thankfully it happened. Um, but I mentioned before, you know, like I'm, I'm the oldest female bare knuckle fighter. So, you know, talking to Nate, he was like, we got to find you the right opponent within your age range, within, you know, somewhat of an experience range, you know, things like that. But Nate Shook is the man. Like, he handled it immediately. The second I touched base with him, within two weeks, I had an opponent in a fight. So That's Very outstanding. Cool. Now, let me ask you this. Before we uh, – we're going to we're gonna bring our other guest on, and we're going to do a little something special with the four of you guys, I, with, the, with the four of us, and I hope he's ready for this. Um you do you want to like depending on how this fight goes do you want to stay active and keep keep on going like you just talked about you know being the oldest female fighter on the roster um do you want to stay busy you say you go out there and get a get a nice win on uh the, the 18th you looking to get right back in there if they offer it absolutely i told my coach the other day i said jb i was like you speak my love language when it comes to to all of this he just he just knows how i learn like he he really has gotten to know me um, and how I, how I work out, how I learn, what drives me, what motivates me. He asked me all kinds of questions to really get to know me. Um, so I was like, I was like, JB, you speak my love language and I feel so different now. And I feel like, I feel like this is real now. And I don't feel like some chick just trying to fight. I actually feel like a fighter now. I said, right. I'm not only excited for this fight. I was like, I'm ready to get ready for the next one after this one. Like, I just have had that feeling for sure. Yes. That's awesome. I love that. I love hearing that. You are. Uh, you seem super motivated. We can't wait to see everybody tune in. It's BKFC 33, Omaha, Nebraska, November 18th, when she takes on Sarah Shell in her return to the squared circle. About goddamn time, Audra. We're going to bring on... 
one half of the main event from that same event and we're gonna test you guys a little bit on a little oh, yeah. something right here i hope you're ready for this houston our next guest tonight is the ha one half of the main event he will be taking on joey beltran in the main event in omaha and he is the assassin houston alexander houston we have <laughs> a problem Fellas, for the record, women are crazy. You guys are crazy fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to be here with you. <laughs> How you doing? How are you? Good. Nice to meet you virtually. I can't wait to meet you in real life. It's going to it's going to be really interesting, and uh, I think everyone when they come to Omaha, they're going to find that uh, the, the the five fans here are crazy about fighting. Cool. You know what, guys? Every city we go to, we are surprised on how 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 crazy the fan base are like we just went from albuquerque to denver and those are two fight towns and Major. i'll tell you that the vibe in those two towns was off the hook i've never been out to omaha i wanted to get out there this time but of course mike and i got freaking army obligations that weekend so we can't make it out oh, there well, yeah 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 i, I know yeah the old the old military thing huh <laughs> unbelievable i've been thinking about uh going awol so i might i don't know i haven't uh decided yet the brigade i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead sir no she was saying uh she was saying thank you for your service and we appreciate that audra um houston what we have is our our monthly because we're full-time national guard so me and yeah. mike are full-time every day monday to friday as if we're active duty soldiers but then once a month we have a weekend drill where everybody from the whole battalion comes in and everybody trains and of course this month that lands on the weekend of the 18th and 19th so oh that sucks <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> but i just found out hey guys good news and uh breaking news <laughs> That's the breaking news noise. Um, Your last go with early retirement? No. Oh. I just found out that my transfer went through, and I'm going to a different unit now, and I'm going to have much more freedom to uh, travel for these shows, and I'm not going to have yeah, to contend with Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm very nice. nice. <laughs> hey. So, Houston, this is Audra. Audra, that's Houston. You guys uh, happen to, nice both to meet you, and, uh, and, uh, and she's probably the craziest person on this panel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that for hey, one. Hey, 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 any 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 pretty girl that gets in a ring and bangs the way they do, because I always always say that women are the best fighters because they bang from start to finish. Yeah, there is no there is no breathing room when you see women fight. You know what they are? They're show stealers almost every time. Yeah, exactly. They steal the show every time. But guys, you two, our guests tonight, what you don't know about each other, or maybe you do, you guys are both huge hip-hop fans. Of course. You guys are both huge hip-hop fans. You've got the Houston Alexa uh, Alexander Foundation. We talked about yes. that last time. We're going to run you through guys through a little game we call Name That Rapper. And what okay. we're going to do is Mike and I are going to bring a graphic up on screen. We're going to read okay. you a lyric and you're going to give you three rappers. And all you got to do is if you have a piece of paper and a pen, I hope you do. Maybe not. But if not, you could go one, two or three, right? Easy. Yeah. Here we go. Nice. Here we go. Look at this. All right. So see, let's try I see, this. I'm, I'm prepared, guys. Okay? This, this, they're going to start off easy. The first two questions 
are only worth 10 points apiece. They are easier ones. Start no, I have, you one. have to back it up now. Now, this is... Hotter than a set of twin All right. Hotter than a set of twin babies in a Mercedes Benz with the windows up when the temp goes up to the mid-80s. Is it A, Tech 9, B, Eminem, C, Redman? Go ahead. Write your answer on the paper. Oh, my God. Uh, you guys you guys come on now you guys gotta get easier than that come on now (laughs) there it is 10 points each they're both on the board these are the easy questions these are the easy Uh, ones that was pretty that was pretty damn easy there it is the answer was eminem you guys were very very right about that number two mike (laughs) okay Drunk as hell, but no throwing up. Halfway home, my page is still blowing up. Today, I didn't even have to use my AK. Come on now. Stop. Stop with the A-J-Z, idea. AJZ, B, S, Q, C, Are you really serious? Are you serious? <laughs> Those were warm-ups. You guys both got it right. <laughs> okay, you're both up. Come on, right, now, hey, come on. A little, little harder. I thought you got. I thought this was oh, really good, a serious game. Okay, okay. Come maybe, on, these are, maybe these are all too easy. I was trying. Well, to, I was trying. Okay, number three. Here we go. Dirty South mind blowing. Dirty South bread. Catfish fried up. Dirty South fed. Is it Andre three thousand? Is it Ludacris? Is it Nelly? Oh man, guys, come on now. Please. <laughs> Did Houston know this one? Houston knows this. Oh, hold on. Before you before you hold your answer up, Houston, you got to wait till she writes hers down. She can't see. I don't think she can yeah, see. It does, she can't see mine. <laughs> okay, you ready, Audra? Oh, I'm nervous. Just write a letter on the paper. Let's see if see if he goes up by 20 right here. He might. Here we go. Oh. Oh, she What's says, Nelly, the, the correct answer was our boy Luda. Oh. Of there it is. No, no. So, now, now we're going into deep waters. Come on now. All right, let's yep. go, Houston. Here we go. Right. Out on bail, fresh out of jail, uh, California dreaming. Soon as All I right, step on easy. the scene, I'm hearing who's uh, screaming. Man, you guys are killing me. Ice Cube. I mean, uh, Dr. Dre, Tupac, or Ice Cube? And they both said, boom, Tupac, too easy. God damn it. I'm, I, I tried to keep it easy, but somewhat not. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Explosions overpowering over the competition. I'm towering. Wrecking shop when I write these oh, lyrics that'll man. make you call the cop. Okay, Audra, is it Big Daddy Kane? Is it Rock Him or is it LL Cool J? <laughs> She's thinking hard. Oh man, I was. I, I, I listen to LL Cool J, but I haven't. I don't listen to the other ones. So write your answer on the paper. What do you got? <laughs> this was not a good one for me. She says oh. it is rock him a lot. No, it I is. Knew it was C. I knew it is LL Cool J all day, every day. Here we go. Number six. I'll care, Houston. I'll Number care. six. <laughs> I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch feet thundering, shaking the concrete. Is it A, Biggie, B, Eminem, or C, 50 Cent? That one's a little tougher, right? That one's hard. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch feet thundering, shaking the concrete. What do you got, Audra? Uh. <laughs> Boom! Oh, she comes through with the 20-pointer. Okay. I mean, Houston's running away with this. It is Biggie Smalls. Uh, number 
seven. Okay, Here we go. so is number seven worth more points, or are we still doing 20? Numbers. Oh, oh, is this number six or number seven? That was number six. Oh, that was 50. Oh, shit. Here we go. I make big money. I drive big cars. Everybody knows me. It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't uh, right. Man, you guys, yeah. you guys are killing me right now. <laughs> you guys I are know. killing me right now. Is it Puff and Mace? Is it the Hot Boys or is it the Ghetto Boys, Audra? She goes with Puff and Mace. I'm sorry. It is not. It is the Ghetto Boys, the greatest rap song, in my opinion, of all time. I love my mind's playing tricks on me. And we're going to give her a 100-point bonus question right here. You guys both can go for it. 100-point bonus. Okay. It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication leads to complication. My emancipation don't fit your equation. Oh, man, a, you Nas, B, most F, C, Lauren Hill. <laughs> Oh, and she got it. Look yeah, at you. Did. Look at you, Audra, with the Lauren Hill knowledge. Fucking outstanding. Well, yes. it was Show a land score. It was 230 to 160. Houston Alexander took it. Houston, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 50. So I better know I better know all of them. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I'm 40. Way, way back, which I listened. No, no, no. See, that, the funny thing about it is they were, they were late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I mean, except for Mama Said Knock You Out. That's probably the oldest. Yeah, Mama Said Knock You Out was early 90s. That was, the only, that was the only early 90s song. I'm wrong. My mind's playing tricks on you, on me. Well, that yeah, was, well, that was, that was still. That's, that's probably yeah. 91, 92. Yeah, you're right. Those, those two. Anyways, that was fun. Uh, I thought... I, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, now, maybe, maybe maybe some Cardi B or something like that. You know, some Cardi B or something like that. She would have she would have got all that. I'm feeling my gangsta vibe, like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? It all depends. Where, where, you, where are you from? Tampa. Now, see, now anything Florida, she probably would have got it. Right. But but Houston, I'll give you a chance. Guess her favorite rapper of all time. Go ahead. Mm, favorite rapper of all time was probably. Not, not, it, all right, give me. Can I can I have one hint? Is uh, are they from Florida? I don't know. They're not from Florida. No. Uh, where are they from? California. California. That's it's got to be easy. Well, uh, he, not far. You're not far off here. He knows them real well. <laughs> yeah, he knows them. Man. You're uh, very close. Same crew. They were in the same crew. This is the lyrical. Gangsta, all oh, of you know, you talk, you're not, you're not talking about MC Ren, are you? No, nope. <laughs> he, was, he was the lyrical out of all, all them guys. What do you mean? He's the most lyrical out of all of them, besides Ice Cube. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. Here's the thing that that that, that wasn't a fair question because uh, because uh, MC Ren was actually better than Ice Cube. I, I would Ice say Cube, I, Ice Cube was the only one smart one that went solo, but actually <laughs> MC Ram was a better MC than Ice Cube. Now you and her are gonna fight when she sees you. No, I'm, just, I'm I'm serious. If you think, hey, if you go back and look at their structure of lyrics, MC Ram's the actual actual uh, his lyrics were structured better. Ice Cube had the had the he had them down to the ABC rhyming type type of uh, style. And uh, MC Ren, his his style was more complicated. 
So believe me, I study. I, I've been studying these things for a while. I actually <laughs> teach. It, I teach. I teach all this in schools. Yeah, that's he awesome. does. That's why. That's why I brought. I brought this up tonight. I'm gonna study up on my rent before I. <laughs> but everyone. I, but see, everyone loves Ice Cube. What, what's your favorite song? Um. Uh. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. Well, and and No Vaseline is considered the best. Uh. One outside of Tupac's. Hit him up. Hit him up. Yeah. No Vaseline was probably the second best uh, uh, disc record in rap. There it is. So hey, you guys have to talk about some hip hop when you see each other out out in Omaha. Audra, take a second, shout some people out real quick, and then we'll let you get out of here. Dude, so my sponsors, Gatwood Homes, once again here in Hattiesburg, Clear Land Build Homes. They hooked me up with a portable sauna, y'all, to travel with and finish my weight cut out with. So I can't thank them enough for that. I got St. Pete Med Spa down in St. Pete, Florida, the Fountain of Youth right here. <laughs> Balanced Body by Amanda Morris. She keeps me aligned and stretched out with all her yummy rest restorative yoga. Um, I've got Reckless Promotions. He's new to the scene. He's handling any of your promotion needs. Uh, for any event you got going on. And then last but definitely not least is Kalispell Nutrition out of Kalispell, Montana. They have hooked me up with more than anything in any fight camp in the history of any fight camp ever has taken care of last need. So thank you to all of those. And then I'm donating my purse to the Big Fish Foundation, which makes an impact against uh, veteran suicide. So go wow, on Big Fish. That is awesome. That's amazing actually uh we appreciate you so much for coming on everybody tune in november 18th bkfc 33 when audra makes a return to the squared circle when she takes on sarah shell mike got anything else for audra no thank you so much wish we could be there live to see you but uh we'll catch up with you soon thanks for audra, having I, I, i'm not wishing you audra, i'm not gonna wish you good luck because i you know you don't wish people who already know what they're doing good luck thank you there sir you i'll see you soon all right audra you have a good night yeah. All right. That was Audra Cummings. She is stepping back in there after an 11th month, 11 month layoff. But we got the man himself, the assassin, Houston Alexander, coming back to the squared circle again. You got two. Is, two, it, is, that actually, is it a squared circle or is it a round circle? <laughs> well, they, wow. they, they, I, we had it's to a, ask. It's officially a round circle, fellas. Right. I know. Well, but they, here's a story they, behind they, this. We, 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 trust me, when we first started covering this, we kind of thought that it was silly getting called the fucking squared circle, like WWF wrestling and stuff. Uh -huh. And we we're like, why do you guys keep calling it that? What is the deal with the square circle? They're like, well, it's a square platform with a circle ring. So it's a square yep. circle. I'm like, oh, okay. that's straight from the promotion. <laughs> that is straight from the promotion. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you're not buying this shit, are no, you? No, no, no. When you when you when you're shuffling around in circles in the ring, it's a it's a, it's a round ring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, so let's talk. Sorry, about sorry, bare knuckle. No, it's a it's a round ring. It's a round ring. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a little, a, a little bit here? Like you, you had a very long, successful career in MMA, and now you've had two fights in inside that circle ring. Um, yeah, what's it like getting in there? You like when you when you first felt that them ropes and them ropes are more like bars with uh, padding, or you know, you know, you know what, what I mean. Yeah, that actually the, the circle the circle ring is actually uh, it's uh, I, I like it. You know the, the 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 especially and it's funny because when you when you don't have your shoes on 
You don't have the footing inside the ring like everyone thinks you do. And so when you actually get to put shoes on and you can you can plant your feet, man, that's the best feeling ever. And then on top of that, uh, you know, they start you off in the middle. And, and it's not you coming from one end of the corner to the other, you know, to the middle. It's you guys starting in the middle and it starts immediately. There's no, there's no, and I love that one thing apart about, you know, bare knuckle is they start you right in the middle and it's time, hey, it's time to go. So I think, you know, the way they got the, the ring formatted, whether it be called a squared circle or a round circle or oval, rectangle, it's still a good, it's still a good ring. <laughs> nah, man. You like towing the line, huh? Yeah. I like to I like to on the line. Hey man, there's no there's no running the line. There's no running away. It's 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 uh it's, it's us going at it. Oh, we love it too, man. And and in the audience, like as we grow as the sport grows, the crowd keeps we keep trying to grow the audience and getting as many people as there as, as possible. And when yeah. people go there and see it live, like they might not be jumping on the app right away. But when the, the nice thing is when we get to these cities and we're out like recruiting people to come to see these once they see them, we, we go out in the crowd and we talk to people. They they are like mind blown by this sport. They're like, what? hey, I get the same thing when when I first uh when I first got into the the the, the sport here. Um, you know, afterwards you got a lot of people who said, man, that was the most exciting thing I ever seen. You know, and it's also terrifying for people who who aren't used to seeing people's fists flying and and people's faces getting cut and, and all the blood and. And then, you know, the first time, you know, I saw all this stuff, I was in the back, in the back waiting to go, uh, waiting for my turn to come up. And I was watching guys getting their hands broken. And it made because, you know, they don't condition the hands. You know, I condition my hands every day with, you know, with the grips. And I've been doing that for the past 15 years. So um, a lot of the guys don't condition their hands. And I was watching a lot of these people, man, just break their hands, get cut. It's, the whole object of the game, fellas, is not to get hit. <laughs> Yeah, and I think people are really starting to realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't don't get hit. Yeah, uh, we actually we'll, we'll talked. To, we talked to your opponent um, for this next fight, which you guys yeah. fought once before. Joey Beltran and you are very familiar with each other. You guys fought in MMA. Yeah. Um, Joey Joey's hilarious, man. We had, we we had a good conversation with him last night, and he's like, um, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, when we fought the first time it was MMA and he was like, I didn't want to stand and bang with this dude. So I took him down right off the rip. He goes, this time around, I'm not going to be able to fucking do that. So it's going to be a different go around. I'm like, man, (laughs) so it's going to be interesting. You know, I think Joy had a little, little, little bit more weight on me back then. And, uh, and again, I was, I was coming off of the UFC thing. And so uh, I was just adjusting to a coaching, a new coaching staff. So, you know, you know, and and again, that 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 uh helped Joey get into the UFC. So, you know, he he's had a great UFC career too. So, you know, he, he's a good fighter, man. I like Joey. You know, and, and he had the best nickname ever, ever the Mexicutioner. Yeah, it's a fantastic <laughs> nickname. And he's got his new t-shirt has like the uh Metallica font with the uh, the old Metallica. Yeah. yeah, and it says Mexicutioner. And it reminds me, it just reminds me of the Terminator. You know what I'm saying? The, yes. the Terminator deal I, for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I was going to say, and this is no offense to your past two opponents, but like yeah. Joey Beltran is a huge step up in competition from the last two guys. I mean, you're fighting a heavyweight champion who defended his belt multiple times, who's known for just coming forward constantly and keeping the pace up. And now he's yeah. coming down to 205. So his... As far as we know, we talked to his. He has a new coach, a new team. He's changing stuff up, and and you know the guy is 
like relentless. He's like a Terminator, like you said. You know, how, how do you feel uh, going into this fight against somebody like that? And and what have you changed coming in here? You know, um, you know what? I, I, I don't think I've changed anything. And, uh, and, I, and I love people when they come forward, you know, because I come forward, too. So I think that's the that's how, that's, just, you know, styles make fights. And, and I think this is going to be a great fight because of that. And I, I he comes forward. I come forward. And then, and you know, and and when when the audience see it, man, they're they're, they're going to be nail biting because it's going to be crazy because we we damn near fight the same way in some 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 aspects. But now uh, I didn't change anything, you know. We know what I what I what I have changed is the fact that I'm having fun. This is fun yeah. to me, man. This is this is easy. You don't have to worry about getting elbowed or kneed or or kicked. And I, this is fun to me. I'm having fun. You don't have to grapple or wrestle or do well, anything. Well, you kind of grapple a little bit because you, you still can grab a I'm, little bit, but, but you know this is you know, a little dirty boxing. But but man, it, it, this is fun to me. <laughs> now, let me ask you this: I, I'm I'm sure like you watch film on fighters, but you know Joey and you know his career. So I don't know if you're like studying up so much on your opponent. This uh, time. You know, I, I don't I don't take too much into into studying up on on guys. I, you know, I'll I'll see it every once in a while, but. No, just because you see them fighting a certain way with someone else doesn't mean they're going to fight you the same way. So you just worry about what you're going to do in the ring. And I think that's what, what I'm doing. I'm going to worry about what I'm doing. Right. And what, what I was going to say here is, like, when you're when you're preparing for a fighter and you know that he has switched camps and he is with a whole new coach, with a whole new philosophy, like, I don't know if you know that he he's now training with the Slaughterhouse guys and, like, the Slaughterhouse, they, they got a whole different approach to the bare-knuckle game than a lot of other fighters do. Um, are you familiar with his no. coach? There's nothing, none of them. No. So no. it's all no. just going to be business as usual. Another day what, at the uh, what do I need to know them for when they're not, they're not going to be in the ring fighting? Right. <laughs> That's no, not true. Talk, you know, I don't care who I don't know. I don't care who the coaches are. And, and and again, yeah, I'm sure they're they're great. They're great, great coaching staff. I'm sure they got a great resume. But you know, this at the end of the day, you know, it's still mano a mano. You know, you, right. you yep. total line, and you know, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say, man. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what to say. No, no, no. I, I completely understand that. Now, you you uh, Audrey just asked you. You're, you're 50 years old. There's no joke. Yeah. No, everyone knows that you're a 50 year old guy going in there fighting uh, a 40 year old Joey Beltran. But a lot of mm -hmm. the guys are in their mid 30s, lower 30s. Um, how long do you see yourself doing this? Or are you just going to do it until it's not fun anymore? You know what, man? I, I'm, I'm and again, I'm having fun and, and uh, I'm in good shape. And here's a and I just left the gym. I left uh, B and B uh, Bud Crawford's uh, boxing gym. I just got my ass handed to me by by some some fast guys there. Now, if 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 he can't keep up with the pace of them guys that at at B and B, which are some very fast boxers, uh, then a lot of people are in trouble. Because yeah, I'm 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 pretty still pretty fast for for an old guy. So it's gonna be interesting, man. Because I've taken care of my body over the years. I've had I, I don't you know I don't get I don't have a lot of damage. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a used car that this, that this is kind of moving along. I'm, I'm pretty well oiled machine. I'm not too, I'm not too bad for, for 50 year old man. So. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy that like at your age, you don't see a lot of guys 50 years old still fighting professionally in any avenue of bare of, uh, of combat sports. 
Yeah, especially at the, at a, at, a, at a level where you're still competing at a at a at a at a, at a good level, you know. And and, I, right. and I'm not stupid, you know. If if I'm not performing and I'm and I'm making myself look stupid into you know with the audience, I'm not. I am not going to be that guy saying, "Oh man, I'm going to keep going." Now nah, I'm I'm still competing at a high level, man. So you know, and and if if that day comes to where I'm like I'm done, you know, I'm I'm just going to hang it up. I'm just going to just hang out, hang around, and hang out. But right now I'm, I'm having fun. I'm staying in shape and I'm doing pretty good. What, what's, what's really nuts about this is like you go out there and you, you know, score another, you know, highlight reel on Joey Beltran. You're three and O and the two Oh five division is kind of like up in the air. I mean, uh, Lorenzo it's has established himself as the guy at the top of the mountain. He's the champion, but yeah. the, then there's Quentin Henry and maybe Gustavo Chihuahua comes down from, from heavyweight back down to 205 and he could be in the mix. But like, mm -hmm. I don't see any reason why like you at 50 years old, three and O could be looking at a title shot. You know what I mean? It's, it's pretty crazy. I don't know if you like when you started your, uh, your combat sports career all those years ago, did you, did you see yourself possibly, you know, earning yourself a title shot at 50 years old? Well, you know what? It's, it's funny. Again, I've, I've I've won a lot of title shots in, in these smaller shows, and uh, and 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 with this, and I I just went into this thinking, you know, hey, let's have some fun, man. So, however far I take it, and however you know, wherever you know my skill level, whatever whatever happens, happens, man. That's that's my mentality right now. But, fellas, I, I'm I'm dead serious. I'm just having fun. Yeah, I'm staying in shape. I'm just having fun, and if 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 the, the I reached that peak of being uh, happy with with a, with a title shot and, and 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 maybe winning the belt. That would that would actually be a great way to end your career, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> I, I feel like like being a part of just bare knuckle in general and how it's growing so fast. And now you've got you're stepping in right in the beginning. So now you're you're part of uh, this history, the bare yeah. knuckle history. And, it's and, and and shouts out to the organization, man, for for giving me the 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 time of day, man. You know they could have they could have easily said, you know, no. But you know, a good friend of mine trained uh, with Dynasty uh, Combat here in, in Omaha, Nebraska, man, hooked it up, and and here we are, you know, because he, you know, again, he knew that I was still active. He knew I still was kicking people's asses in the gym. So you know, well, why why waste all your talent? Yeah, beating people up in the gym when you can get paid for it. Hell yeah! <laughs> do do you follow the sport? Do you watch every event? Have you did you watch yeah, Albuquerque and Denver? And who who who's like your favorite fighters right now to watch? Oh, what fights man. have you been? I, 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 it's it's uh, it, I, I keep forgetting on uh, the young man's name with the 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 the, the marine with the oh the Mike hammer. Richmond, Mike Richmond, Mike Richmond. Yeah, Richmond, but Richmond's a beast. Yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, I like I like Richmond. I like the way he goes out there. I like the way he, you know he you know, he's all business, man. I like I like Richmond, man. And then what what is it? What is his nickname? The Marine. Marine. The Marine. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's and a Marine, and Marine is no joke. I last saw his last fight. He took some lumps, but he kept coming. Yeah. Oh, happy he, birthday to the Marines today, right? Yeah, oh, Marine Corps birthday today. Yep. Yeah. Hey, that's that's funny. Happy birthday, man. Yeah. The Marine is one. He's one of my favorite fighters right now. He, you know what? I don't know if you have you ever met him at all. Yeah, in, we, we talked in Omaha. I think okay. he was uh, he, he fought uh, Dakota Cochran here in uh, in Omaha. 
Yeah, did you notice that he is the same even keel dude at all times? He doesn't get excited. He doesn't get fucking frustrated. One thing that we, do you know why? That's because of that 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 that's that service mentality. That's yeah. that to me. That's that's that discipline that he has. Yes, you know, being being from the service. He's the most dialed in dude. Like Mike and I have hung out with him a few times at a few events, and we go out with him after the events. And yeah. like he could be in the ring fighting someone. He could be at the weigh-ins. He could be at the restaurant eating sushi. He could be at the bar having a drink, and he is the same guy at all times i just i fucking love that about yeah. him yeah, yeah. That, that's cool man and i and, I, and I, i'm thinking i'm the same guy also so i think we, we would get along just fine <laughs> i mean if you go back into the fight his first fight in the bkfc when he fought marcel stamps and like everybody was like he's fighting marcel stamps marcel stamps just fought joey beltran for the heavyweight title and now he's coming down to 180 or 175 the guy's coming yeah. from heavyweight to 175 and mike richmond's gonna fight him Mike goes out there and just murks him. But when he bops him, he hits him, he falls, and Mike turns around and walks over and just puts his arms on the ropes. Barely breathing. Barely breathing. He's like standing here with his arms on the ropes, breathing through his nose. And we're like, look at him, man. He's like in a trance up there. And then, like, he turned around and finished him. Yeah, it was great. And that man, and those are those are fighters. That's a that's a fighter for your for for your ass. Hell yeah. Did you uh did you catch this past weekend in Orlando at all? Did you see this one? No, you know what? I didn't even get a, get the chance to, to to check anything out, man. I've been training. I've been training nonstop, yeah. brother. So you know, if if you see me watching TV, I'm I'm not training hard enough. <laughs> nice. Nah, man. Uh, sleep, train, eat. Sleep, train, eat. Take care of kids. And how's the uh, the Houston Alexander Foundation going? Are you still uh, you know, it's, it's going it's going pretty well, man. And, and you know we got a virtual uh, um, school tour where we where we're, where we're actually doing the same thing that we would do live. You know we were able to do it uh, virtually in school. So we we're offering you know, and I think the pandemic helped that out because uh, you know we had to we had to do a, a virtual program, and now we're we're soliciting to the schools to do this virtual school tour. So. Uh, the school tour, uh, the actual organization itself is going pretty well. I I love the organization. Now, for anybody that is watching that didn't, so you can you like just like really briefly, you you go you teach like the history of hip hop, right? Like yes, sir. Well, what we do, we we go into the schools and we teach the kids about hip hop culture because you know you got kids that who, who generationally have grown up in the culture and they don't know they know nothing about it but rap music. And, you know, the coaches, you know, a little bit more than rap music. It's about the music, it's about the dance, and it's about art. So, it, you know, that's what we go and teach the kids. We teach them the origins of all all what they see, you know, on TV and on, on social media. You know, and because there's a lot more to it than just rap music. And uh, that's what the kids need to know. And they need to know it's their, it's their culture. Hip-hop is a youthful culture, and they just need to know it's theirs. And we just we're just there to remind them. I love that so much. So, like, how would a school, like, where I went to high school, th- there's 3,000 kids in that school. And, yeah. and like, w- I, you know, I went in the late 90s and, you know, Wu-Tang. We were all drawing Wu-Tang signs all over the lockers and on the walls <laughs> and shit like that. But, like, hip-hop is huge in the culture of that high school. Like, how would NFA in Connecticut hook up with you and get whatever now, all that would have to go all that I have to do is go to houstonalexander.org and uh you know they can they can solicit themselves and and you know 
just provide information and we'll get back with them and man and we'll we'll try to get there. We'll we'll try to make any place that actually uh wants us to come. So you just go to HeSalexander.org and and uh and get get hooked up right there. You have like videos and like a breakdown of stuff that you guys go over when you yeah, like the whole and, program. And especially and especially watching the the virtual the virtual the the virtual thing right now we can we can we can send the virtual school tour to any school in the world virtually and do the same exact thing we would do if we were going going there live yeah. and and the kids it's interactive with the kids it's actually pretty awesome do you guys get you know some hip hop artists graffiti artists break dancers and stuff to come with you to some of these yeah oh, oh, of course you know we 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 have to demonstrate and then what we do is we have you know we we have the kids demonstrate we have the teachers or administrators demonstrate, and then we have the professionals do it. So it's actually, man, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I've never seen uh, students so anxious to do it, and I've never seen uh, teachers so scared to even beatbox or pop like a wave. Oh so man, I teacher, hey, man, teachers are terrified when they have yeah. to go and perform in front of kids. <laughs> the kids probably clown them big time too. Oh, but see, but 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 they they don't clown them because yeah. they actually pick out they pick out their favorite teachers to go up there, and then once their teacher go up there, they become immortal. And the school, I'm telling you, right. I, I, I right. wish they gain that uh, they they get they gain that respect from everybody. Like, oh, yeah, shit. exactly, yeah, you because, because you're taking a chance to go out there and and make a, you know you, you either you're making a fool of yourself or you got you out you out there and dance and actually get, they can actually see you dance or. Or actually see you try because yeah. that that's the whole theme to why why we have the teachers come up for them to try in front of the kids. Puts the yeah. human in it instead of just. I swear to God, I, human. That would probably be the most popular thing that my school did for us kids when we were there for real. Like I I didn't I wasn't the best student in the world, but I would have been tuned into that. Uh, Bullfrog Actual says, does he just teach hip hop, or do you go further back to Congo Square, etc.? Oh, um, then do I just teach hip hop? No, what? No, we we uh. He says Congo Square is the birthplace of jazz in Louisiana. Congo Square. Now, no, now we see now going into jazz is a different genre. That's a different genre of music. But mm -hmm. even though even though hip hop has taken from jazz, and 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 jazz is part of black culture, you know. What I mean? But you know, hip hop is just a whole different genre uh, of of a culture in itself. So. You know, I, I don't I don't teach too much of jazz too much jazz because I'm not familiar with every jazz um uh, you know artist, but hip hop, you know, hip hop is definitely taken from jazz. Your favorite jazz artist is Guru Jazzmataz. Well that guru now that guru is a, is a, he's the he's the rapper that borrowed from jazz or, or yeah, got a band to do jazz. I so, love but, but uh one of my favorite jazz artists would be um uh, Coltrane. Yeah, man, you're, you're a wealth of knowledge, and I I, uh, I think that's so cool that you do that. And you're still actively professionally fighting, and you're whooping ass in the process. It's, it's fucking, <laughs> you're, you know what, you're a role I, model. I do, I, do graffiti, I do graffiti art, I do DJ, I do radio, I do television, I do it all, man. Freaking modern day renaissance, man, for sure. No, no, I, I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, now I'm not the master of nothing. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to everything blindly and don't worry about, don't worry about it. I just like to get stuff done and just, just, just go for it. Oh, okay. Big Ben in the uh, comment section says, Who was your favorite rapper? Oh, who is my favorite rapper? Yeah. 
Oh man, you know, if if I had to go back and then think about all the, the the different generations of rappers and and, and everybody, I think it would have to be. <sighs> to be honest, I, you know, number one would have to be Rockem. Nice, Rockem, you know, and, and Rock because Rockem, you know, took he took a, what what Rockem did was Eric B and Rockem did was uh, they changed up the different styles because if it wasn't for Eric B and Rockem, we still would, would be uh, um, sounding like uh, <laughs> the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> right. Hey, yes. Clap your hands, everybody. Now yeah. I know the, you know Rock Kim changed up the game Curtis totally to, have, to to where everybody was rhyming different. That's yeah. If I had to guess who you were going to say, I was going to say him or KRS One or one of those guys from that era. Yeah, from but that. you know, because again, it was it was it was Rock Kim that actually changed the game mm-hmm. of rap single handedly with with just one album. Oh. Dude, I feel like we could talk to you about hip hop all fucking day long, and I like. I <laughs> this happened last time. This did. This did happen. Right? Right? <laughs> now we just now we we could talk about hip hop all day, but we're but we're here to talk about the fight. So I so November eighteenth in Omaha, Nebraska, yeah. it's gonna be me and Joey. Is it's gonna be a great fight, you know? And, and if you have never seen bare knuckle fighting, uh, you know, live or at your, or at school or. Or, or yeah, yeah. a playground, a playground, or somebody's bar. This is this this is something that's that's professional, done professionally. Has a lot of t- uh, a class. It's a it's it's a round circle that they call a squared circle. That and, and we and when they say you toe the line, uh, they they put you in the middle and and, and it's time to bang. You know, and and it's not totally you 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 using your fist, but you know, but you get to wrap your parts of your hand up. To, to brace it. So uh, for who who who's watching us now, have to understand it's probably one one of the most exciting things you ever see on television because there's no wait time. There's no there's no taking people down. There's no hugging. There's no kicking. It's just two people banging it out until somebody falls. Yep. So if you if you if you ever have been a fan of watching people box, uh, and and I think one of one of my favorite fights of all time is uh, was. Was Hagler and Hearns just pick? Just think if Hagler and Hearns didn't have gloves on, oh, that man. that fight would have lasted probably thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you're watching this, man, you just got to understand that bare, bare knuckle fighting championship is a it's a it's a it's a growing sport. It's an organized sport, and, and a lot of people are going to be involved with it. So you got to check it out, November eighteenth, Omaha, Nebraska. Hell yeah. Absolutely. We tell everybody that uh, if you're a fan of MMA or a fan of boxing, you need to check at least check this sport out because I believe I, I guarantee you fall in love with it. And like yep. you said, it's it's not no bullshit production. Like the whole yeah. thing is so professionally done, and especially when you go to a live performance with the the whole thing with the lights and the music and and the yeah. commentary is fantastic, and they got. The, the, the ring announcer, Jeff Houston, does a hell of a job. It's like the whole thing is just so well put together. And uh, and the first time Mike and I ever saw it live, it kind of like changed our lives. Like we had been we'd been to we'd been to UFC and Bellator and boxing matches and kickboxing matches and stuff like that up here yeah. in Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods and whatnot. But then we went to we went to Lakeland, Florida. And we saw Knucklemania one live. And we were just like. Holy shit! This is. Now, I, I think 
I, I've, I've fought a lot in a lot of organizations, and I and and one of the, one of the top notch organizations that I that I had had the uh, I, I, that I fought in was in in Poland as a KSW, and KSW had a production that that I've never seen ever in in in, in fighting. So if you've never seen that, uh, the, you know this to me is up there with those guys. You know they, the they they've really got it right. Straight to the point, you know the the lighting, the ring, the announcing. I, I think I think they 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 learn from other organizations, and and they're giving you a great product to to, to actually buy. You know it's worth now, and, and uh, you know in that in the age of buying pay per views, this is worth the money. Right. This is actually oh, yeah. worth the money. This is a, it's not it's not some BS that you, that you you are you you'll buy and be like oh man I wish I didn't buy that. When you buy this. It's 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 legit, one hundred percent. You are yeah, not wrong at all. Not even one no, percent. Not at all. Not, I'm not bull. Just put it this way. I'm not bullshitting this. No. When not. you watch when you watch this, it's 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 it's, it's nail biting from start to finish, especially with the girls. I, I just can't wait until it gets in more households, more casual fans see it. Like the diehards are there every day. You know how it yeah. is. From day one, they're there. They're talking about it every day, like we all are. But when it gets into the everyday person's house, like the people who only tune in to like the Conor McGregor fight and the Ronda yeah. Rousey, when they start realizing what this sport is, it this shit is gonna take off like a rock. I think I think I think the next step for for bare knuckle fighting championship is to get the the television deal, the cable yep. deal. You know, I think that's the next step. Yep, absolutely. Yep, and uh, everybody needs to tune in November eighteenth, BKFC thirty three, because your car. Not to mention uh, the, the the fact that you two guys are at the top of that car, Joey Beltran and and yourself. I mean, you got Kevin Kroom on there. You got. Uh, Trinidad versus Ryan L. Riley. If anybody hasn't seen Ryan L. Riley fight, that guy is a fucking monster, and he goes and out Ryan there. Trinidad, Trinidad's a he's a monster. Carlos is a monster too, though. Yeah, yeah. Trinidad's a monster. Um, yeah. you got Dakota Cochran and Robbie Peralta on that fight card. I mean, yeah. there's like Cody Lands on there. You got Audra Cummings and, and Sarah Shell on there. There's a lot. Yeah, you got my man Sean on there. Sean is on there. There's a whole. I mean, I'm. Trying to, my eyes are fucking garbage. I gotta tell you, I can't. Like, right. I well, either or, there's yeah. a lot of people on this card uh, trained put together a great card uh, for for uh, for for bare knuckles. So it's a hey, man. This is this is gonna be a great show. So again, four ninety nine. It, it, it's really scary for me to headline a show because because it's in your hometown. There's a lot of pressure, but uh, you know. But at the same time, you know that that pre that, that pressure or that that fear that I feel. It you know that's that that's what fuels me not to lose. <laughs> Hell yeah, I mean that's that's all you got to say about it, guys. Joey Beltran, Houston Alexander, main event, November eighteenth, BKFC thirty three. Houston, do you have anything else you want to put out to everybody before uh, we let you get out of here? Oh man, you know, but no, of course you want to do the the cliche thing, but you know, want to shout out your your sponsors and you know your friends, your your fans out there and your family. But also, you know, I just want to I just want to say to all the people that are, that are watching you guys' podcast is this just uh, just make sure that, you know, on a day to day basis that you're respecting the, the, the person next to you, to your, to your left, to your right, to your back, to your front. Just make sure that you're respecting, you know, people. I, I think a lot of people have lost the sight of, of respecting each other. And, and you know, uh, 
I think we need to get back to to the respect aspect of respecting one another. So, you no, know, let's let's get back to that. Let's get back to, to respecting each other. Just be good people. Yeah, just be good people, man. That's it. Just leave the fighting and all the bullshit. Leave the fighting to the professionals. Leave get leave all the bullshit at home and and start. Being and, you know, just, yeah, just say just just to be just respect each other, man. That's that's yeah. all we have to do. You starts with respect first. I love that. Hey, before we let you go, I just do have to tell you that Big Ben is in the comments. He puts together the the squared circle. He puts it together. He said he will yeah. be in Omaha. He said he has invited you to come check out how he puts the the ring together next. He wants to show you the square. He wants to show you. He wants to show me the square in the the center. He's got to see it. He's fighting in that circle. He does. I know you're going to see it. You're actually fighting inside. I don't know how how he's going to convince me that the square in the circle (laughs) is not equal to the the round bar that I have to run around. (laughs) You also might be in the middle of a weight cut next Thursday, so I don't know if you're going to want to go check out. You say what? I said you might also be in the middle of a weight cut. Hey, you look pretty on point the other day. Here's 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 what a professional does. You look I'm already at weight, and I've been at weight for a month already. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm day. already I'm already at you know I'm I'm my I'm my, the day of the weigh-ins. I'll probably be two hundred one. He's Damn, got some man. really close nudie pictures out right now on a scale. I saw the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, and it's funny. Because I put those up, and and they're they're, they're all I do have I do have a towel on, but it's just yeah. it's just really wow. low, and and people are like people think that they're they're, they're like nude pictures or not they're actually not right. they it's I do have a cool. towel that goes below the the camera line. <laughs> oh, did you get an OnlyFans sponsorship right after that? Oh uh, no, I did not get an OnlyFans sponsorship. <laughs> not its way. I'm sure, I'm sure I would do quite well on OnlyFans, but guess what? I don't have one. So, well, <laughs> you know, I did. Know, actually, when it when it first started, I think I did get one, but I I don't I don't think I even have ever used it. <laughs> well, you know, they're all one social, of the main all social media sites I try to be a part of, man, just to just to just even have it. Yeah. There it is, That's and we got all your social medias at the bottom there, as and, as well as your uh, HoustonAlexander.org. So everybody, follow him up. Tune in on uh, November eighteenth, BKSC thirty three, when he takes on Joey Beltran. Thank you very much for giving us some of your time tonight. We can't wait to see you fight on the. I appreciate it, man. I, and I'm I'm fresh off getting my ass whooped from the gym. I'm telling I'm telling you, I, my nose is bleeding, and it, it, it's crazy. But I, hey. The more I bleed, the more I want to stay in the ring and 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 do it. So I appreciate what you guys do, man. You you guys have helped out a lot of fighters over the, over the past couple of years. So shouts out to what you guys are doing and keep it up, man. Just Thank keep you. keep inspiring the next person. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, so you very much, Houston. We will. And I'm talk not just to you trying, I'm not just kissing you guys' ass because I'm on the show. <laughs> no, no, no. We appreciate. We, I know. We we appreciate you, brother. And uh, we will be tuned in on the 18th. Uh, we can't be there, but we will be watching. So thank All right, you very much. And, and you guys be safe one when you guys go out and reserve. All right, man. Well, thank you. Have a good one. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you. All right, brothers. Peace out. Later. There he is, Houston, the assassin, Alexander. I like that guy a lot, man. Oh yeah, he's an awesome dude. He's a real, a real, real good guy. He's a fucking awesome dude. Know, it's too and bad we didn't, we couldn't make it live to either one of these fights. Because I feel like we could just sit there and get lost in a conversation. We'll all still be there. The weigh-ins will be over. And we'll all still be sitting there and be like, hey, can you guys uh, get out of here so we can start setting up for tomorrow, please? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're just talking about hip-hop history. Sorry about that. 
Yeah, man. Um, we'll be breakdancing in the middle of the damn squared circle. Squared circle. Squared, squared circle. It gets everyone. You know, the thing is, like, I find myself constantly explaining that to people, and nobody likes it. I think we need to get, I think they need to just do a rebrand with that thing. Just get, act like it never happened. Just get rid of it. Just call okay, it the Okay. Yep. It's on a square platform. What is it supposed to be? Like, think about it this way Could you put the circle on another circle? The circle circle? It could be the circle platform with a circle ring on top of it. I mean, it's. The <laughs> you circle. fall out when you fall out you just fall right to the fucking floor <laughs> but uh it, i think it's nice that there's a little uh you know platform on the side because you can't just step out and you don't actually fall out like do you ever see people when they get knocked through the ropes and they fall onto the ground <laughs> it's yeah. just crazy but uh hey here we are thursday night veterans day tomorrow we ain't got no work Guys, no work tomorrow. Thing. We don't I have that we sleep. don't even have work Monday, dude. We got a four-day yeah. weekend. I'm so fucking pumped about this. Um, thank you guys, guys, for real. I talked about it at the beginning of the show. We've had a lot of sponsors over the last two years. We've had a lot of support from a lot of people. The BKFC's been really good to us. They've been yep. uh they've been you know treating us very well. Yep. But we've had some day one guys that that been here, like J Joe Ivy, Susan Walker, uh, Big Ben, even like Monica. We met Monica, Monica yep. down at Knucklemania One, and she's been tuning into all of our shows ever since. Um, the, and the, Megan, and look at Bullfrog. He's been, as soon as he stepped in, he's been here every day. Every, every yeah, day. Every, I see him in the comments all the time. It's great. Yeah, it's just it really just blows my mind that um, people actually want to listen to us. A couple of students talk uh, bare knuckle, mm -hmm. and um, Howie, Ian, Howie, Ian, freaking Larry, uh, like all these guys so that that come through. I, I know we're gonna forget someone, but uh, Ben Field, Ben Field from Cage Wars, man, I, I want to give him a shout out because like. Two years ago, when I started this, when I was uh, doing the MMA, uh, the Bove MMA Roundhouse, Ben Field was the one that was like, you know, reaching out to me saying, hey, any you, you need any pointers on anything? You need this or that? I can help you out. I've been doing this for a while. And you know what? I called, I, I messaged him and I said, hey, how do I get, um, how do I get media credentialed for an event? And then he told me exactly what I, what the process was about applying and like doing whatever. And then next thing you know, Mike and I had credentials to go to Knucklemania one. And I gotta, I gotta give all the credit in the world to, uh, to freaking Ben field for that from cage war. He used to be with cage wars and he's not with cage wars anymore, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, big Ben says Ryan Perez, shout out to Ryan Perez. He's been supporting us as well. Like I, I'm so happy supportive. to be doing this. And I, I think so too, supportive that we don't even want to accept some of his support because I feel like it's too much sometimes. So I'm telling you, the people we've met with this, speaking about Knuckle Mania One, right? You're saying we you applied for media credentials. We got them. We go down there and we just said, thanks, Monica. Doesn't even know us personally, just knows us from the show. Says, hey, you guys are here. We got, I got two seats here at my friggin table number one right next to the ring if you want to sit there and we took a seat and uh never looked back i'll tell you what that changed that changed our entire life right so because because you want to know something monica was clutch she was super clutch super awesome super inviting to us that night because when we got there there wasn't 
a whole lot of direction for Not. the um for media like yeah. they didn't have a they didn't have a uh, section set up for media yeah. they didn't have like tables set up for media like since then they've gotten way better about that and like oh, there's yeah. like a media area and all that shit but like we got down there and it's like us and a couple other podcasts and a couple other like people that are like showing interest in covering the sport and like they're like yeah you guys can go sit up there and way like, up we were like w- like we had to sit i came and if sit. we were gonna sit where they wanted us to sit it would have been like way up in the corner of the arena and we're like how the fuck are we supposed to do any goddamn media from like way up here and then Monica, I don't know, like if I messaged her or like she messaged she me. She said, "Come find me." When yeah, you guys she, get yeah. to the event, and say hi. Because so. we had did we had did an interview with Britain like a, a week or two before Knucklemania, and she liked the show, and she was like, "Hey, when you guys get here, come find me and say hello. I'd like to meet you guys." And we met mm-hmm. her in person, and that's when she was like, "You can sit right here if you yeah. want." And, and like we got a leg up on everybody there. It was just super cool of her. Um, we met a lot of people that night and it's just been really very really good fun from networking that night is really what unlocked all the doors after that and then we just said okay well we know now we know like 10 people let's (laughs) talk to those 10 people to meet 20 people and then we just kept doing that and here we are here we are having a grand old time you know hey love it you want to know you want to know what the secret is for anybody that wants to like start a podcast and like and i'm not saying that like we know things but 11 herbs and spices go to the after parties and go to the <laughs> gatherings because that's where you meet people and that's where you develop relationships and that's where you network for any for like mike and i some we're like the only sometimes we're the only like media people that go to any all other, right calm down with all the secrets all right no, no no but i'm saying like i'm not trying to keep secrets i'm saying like it, right that's the trick like the trick is the trick is just to be a don't cool be a dickhead dude. Right. <laughs> don't be a dickhead and fucking come around, man. And don't feel like you're owed anything. I think I see a lot of people. I'm not going to name any names, but I do see this a lot, right? I see people who think that they're owed something. You're not owed anything ever in life. You earn everything that you get. And if you don't earn it, it was never yours to begin with. I'm telling you, don't take handouts. Earn everything. That's it. I, I tell that to people in our unit, man. I said, nothing's deserved. You don't fucking deserve anything. Right. Nothing right. nope. in life is deserved. You fucking earn it. Don't ever come to me and say, hey, I deserve this. I deserve this promotion. I deserve this move. You don't deserve shit. Be if humble. you didn't if you didn't get that promotion or that or that slot, then obviously you haven't earned it yet. So. Yep. So go back out and work even harder and get work it. Harder. That's it. I think that's a <sighs> good note to stop on. Thank you, everybody. That is Thank it, so man. Um, we have a bunch of fighters coming through. I'm not going to give names right now, but we might have, we could have four, four or five fighters a night, Wednesday and Thursday next yeah. week. So it's look a for a busy on. week from us. Uh, happy Veterans Day to all of our fellow veterans tomorrow. Enjoy your weekend. Stay out of trouble, everybody. Stay safe. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Mike, you got anything else for these peeps? That's it. I will see you all next week. Peace.